everyone, it's Jada, back at it again, and welcome to Being Authentically Me. Howdy everyone, and welcome to another episode of Being Authentically Me. Um, I first want to apologize for the sound quality. I don't have my microphone with me because I'm in Texas visiting family, so I'm really sorry for the sound quality. I promise um, once I get back home and I have my usual setup, everything will be perfectly fine. But I did want to put an episode out for you. I didn't want to miss two weeks um, with no new episodes, so yeah. I hope everyone is doing well and is having a great day, a great week. Um, This podcast will be up Sunday, so um, a new start of the week. But, um, you know, when I was younger growing up and stuff, sometimes, you know, my parents would fight like all parents do. It's normal. But I think, you know, I was young and they were fighting and stuff. So I think I took this kind of role as being the peacemaker and all this stuff. You know, I didn't want to make anyone upset. So I would do pretty much anything to kind of please you know, my family or my friends or whoever, just so, you know, no one would be mad at me because I didn't want, you know, them to be mad at me or I didn't want anyone to yell or be angry or whatever the case may be. So I grew up, you know, believing that I have to say yes to everything and I have to do things for people or I'm selfish because if I don't do X, Y, and Z, you know, for this person, then I'm selfish and I don't care about people and I'm rude or I'm disrespectful or whatever the case may be. And I just never really wanted to let anyone down. And I think I have a fear of letting people down. And, you know, I, um, I have this problem where I will, someone will have a problem 
and then I will try to fix it. I will try to do everything in my power to fix it. Um, if they're angry or they're sad or they're scared, I just want to fix it and I want to save the day. But I kind of had to realize that's not how the world works. You know, you can't fix any everyone's problems because when you fix their problems, you know, you're just solving it for them. They're not going to know how to deal with this. And I think that happened to me, too, when I was younger. Everyone, um, you know, my family's such a big family. and They're so loving and caring. So if I had a problem, boom, they'd fix it. So I never really knew how to deal with things on my own or how to fix my problems. So honestly, if I was feeling sad or worried or angry or whatever, I would just bottle up my feelings, which, as we all know, is super, super unhealthy. It honestly wasn't until this year when um, I actually learned about boundaries. You know, my therapist really, really helped me learn about boundaries and kind of helped me understand, like, even though, you know, I, I do tend to have this tendency where I need to please everyone, where I need to make everyone happy, that... I don't always have to say yes. And if there's something I don't want to do, it's okay to say no. It's okay to, you know, put boundaries between, you know, you and your friends or even you and your family. Because at the end of the day, right, everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants, you know, to be happy, spread positive vibes, have good energy. And if someone in your family or even some of your friends are toxic or you know just having negative energy and like always making you feel bad if you don't want to do things you don't want to do then it's important to put boundaries and even if your friends don't do that and let's say you know you have a good relationship with your friends and they're they're positive just like you it's also important to set boundaries as well um in that relationship as well, in any relationship, you know, you get into platonic or romantically, you do need some type of boundaries to keep it healthy and um, normal for the both of you. So to the people who are listening right now and, you know, you don't know what boundaries are, that's totally okay. I didn't either until literally this year when um, my therapist told me, but um, boundaries, or at least how I define it, is pretty much, you know, what you are comfortable with and and how you would like to be treated by others, if that makes sense. So, um, for example, I had this friend and all she would do is she would, anytime we hung out, all she would want to do is smoke weed. That's the only thing she wanted to do, um, which is fine. And I'm 420 friendly, you know. Um, but, you know, when all, all you do, right, when you hang out is you don't want to do anything productive or anything that's good for you. Um, all you want to do is just smoke and smoke and smoke. That's where I tend to kind of have a problem. And, you know, I don't mind if you do it. That is totally fine. But. It's the fact that, you know, sometimes I don't want to do it or I don't want to be around it. And I just felt like she would kind of make me feel bad if I didn't want to, you know, smoke or if I didn't kind of want to be around that. And 
that's when I kind of realized, okay, I kind of need to take a step back a bit and kind of reevaluate everything. Because I had to realize that, you know, if it's something that's not making me happy or something that um, is good for me, you know, mentally or physically, then I need to step away or... Um, sometimes you don't even have to step away from the person. You can kind of just, you know, limit it. Be like, okay, if you want to smoke today, this is, I'm just saying, using my scenario. But if you want to smoke today, um, let's not hang out. But if you want to do something else, I'm down to hang out with you and stuff like that. And kind of just, if they get mad at you, just kind of be like, okay, whatever. This is how I feel. And this is what's going to happen because at the end of the day, you are in control of your own life. You make your own decisions. And I do just want to say this again, that, you know, I really don't have a problem with smoking. And I do want to do an episode about this. But, you know, sometimes smoking can affect my mental health and it can make me have anxiety or, you know, kind of spiral or overthink. And sometimes I just don't want to do that. And, you know, when I do smoke, I'm extremely unproductive. I don't get anything I want to do done. So if I have things to do, um, I won't smoke or I won't partake in it because I'm just not going to know myself and I won't end up doing it. And I'll just go home and, like, sleep. And I can't do that on days I need to be productive. So, yeah, I definitely do want to do an episode about how weed has helped my spiritual journey also kind of heard it, you know, like the pros and cons of everything. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. But back to boundaries, let's talk about how to set boundaries, you know, healthy boundaries uh, between you and your partner or you and your friend or you and your family. So as I already stated, you know, boundaries are healthy for your relationship. Um, it's good. It's a good thing. So some people, you know, might be worried like, oh, like, I don't want to do this. Like, they're just going to think, you know, I'm controlling or demanding, but that's necessarily, that's really not what it is at all. It's just, you need to set these boundaries for yourself. So your partner or whoever, um, your friend or family, they know, you know, what makes you happy and what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. So you definitely, you know, want to be honest about what you need example um I was dating this guy and you know we do have we did have our problems and he really did show me you know how to communicate and how to openly communicate and stuff so when he would do something you know I didn't like or I would do something he didn't like we would sit down and kind of talk about it and he'd be like you know Jada I don't like when you do xyz or I'd be like hey whatever I don't like when you do xyz so it's totally normal and kind of healthy to be honest about you know what the other person is doing what you want kind of you have to be assertive a little bit and you know it is hard to be assertive because I'm not assertive whatsoever I kind of tend to let people walk all over me but I am working on it and you know with boundaries you do have to be a little bit assertive because sometimes you know people who walk over you um they're used to walking all over you so when you say no they're kind of like what what are you talking about no 
So you kind of have to be like, you know, put your foot down a little bit and be like, hey, I mean, no, no means no. I'm not doing this. I'm so sorry, but I'm not. And another thing to, you know, to set healthy boundaries is you need to listen to your partner, your friend, your family, whoever. And this goes on both ends. So if you're the one establishing boundaries, you need to make sure the other person is listening to you. And, you know, when they're talking, you know, you need to listen to them. Um, Going back to my previous example, when he would tell me um, he didn't like something I would do or I would tell him, you know, something, you know, I didn't like. We both would sit down together. He would listen to me. I would listen to him. And then we talked about it. So that way there's really no arguing or yelling or any of that because we just want to be happy and, and be in a positive space. And honestly, no one really has time for that, for that yelling and screaming and stuff. I personally just don't like it. So I'd rather sit down and communicate. And, you know, you're like, if you are talking to someone and they're not listening and it's starting to get, you know, heated up and, you know, feelings are angrily, angry feelings are starting to arise and you just feel angry and um, negative vibes, bad energy, whatever the case may be, then simply walk away. Be like, okay, I see that we're both mad. We're not going to get to a resolution right now. You know what? Let's take space from each other and then get back together when we both calm down. That is perfectly normal to kind of take a little bit of a break, take a little bit of space, because if you keep going when you're both angry, right? You're going to say something you don't mean. He or she's going to say something they don't mean. And then you guys are just going to be angry at each other and arguing. When the whole point of this is to set healthy boundaries to make, you know, yourselves happy and comfortable and, you know, know what the both of you want. If you guys, you know, are talking, you guys want to make sure you are, you know, talking to each other with respect, you know, not to name call or, you know, if one person is talking, again, like, listen to them, don't speak over them, just let them finish their sentence and then, you know, you say your sentence and stuff. But learning these methods is super, super beneficial for any healthy relationship, platonic or romantically. Now, doing these um, healthy little pre-steps will be really helpful for you when you actually start setting boundaries, right? So when you are setting your boundaries, so let's say someone's like, hey, do you want to come with me um, to the mall? Or, hey, can you help me move furniture? If you don't want to do it, or if you don't have time to do it, it is okay to say no. It is okay. You do not have to say yes to everything. You do not have to be the person who helps every single person in the world. It's okay to take a little time for yourself and be like, hey, no, actually, um, I don't have time today, or I can't do it. I'm sorry. Maybe another time, or whatever you want to say. But it's perfectly normal to say no. And, you know, if they start getting mad at you and, you know, they're like, why are you saying no? Or just getting really angry at the fact that you put boundaries for yourself and you said no, you can easily be like, I'm so sorry you feel like this. Um, Maybe I can help you out another time. Or simply, if you really just don't want to do it at all, just be like, I'm so sorry you're feeling like this. Maybe someone else can help you. And if you are one of those people um, who don't like getting help and like doing everything by themselves, um, don't feel guilty. I am the exact same way. I try to do everything by myself um, because I really don't want to inconvenience 
inconvenience others or bother anyone. So I just try to tackle on the world by myself. Um, it's okay to get help sometimes, you know, it's okay to ask. And, you know, if you ask and they say no, that's okay too. But hey, at least you ask. You're putting a foot in the right direction. And, um, you know, sometimes I won't ask for anything for the fear of rejection because I'm really scared of being rejected and um, all this stuff. But sometimes it's okay. It's okay to be rejected. And this is a little bit off topic, but I do want to talk about it because I feel like it ties in um, with today's episode. So if you have a fear of rejection like me, um, honestly, what one of the best ways to get over this fear of rejection is to be rejected. So sometimes um, I will be out and it's like really simple tasks, but let's say you're at Walmart or Publix or whatever. And you're like, hey, can I speak over the intercom? Just asking. Most likely they're going to say no. But if they say no, just like, okay, that's fine. But that's just showing you it's okay to be rejected. So doing little simple tasks where most likely their answer will be no, it kind of helps you, you know, being like, okay, they said no, that's fine. So and I did just want to put that little tidbit in there for you guys um, because this really did help me and this does help me you know, kind of get over that little fear of rejection. And I still have a bit of fear, but it is getting better because I'm working on it. And I'm understanding, you know, it's okay when someone says no, that's okay. I, Everyone, like I said, doesn't have to say yes to me. You know, some of you may need to learn how to say thank you when someone helps you because um, some people may have a little bit of pride so or their ego is a little bit inflamed or too big where they feel the need not to say thank you. But it's okay to say thank you. You know, take your ego or your pride um, a couple notches down and, you know, um, express gratitude and appreciation for this person who has helped you or did something, you know, you asked them to do or wanted them to do for you. Another one. Another idea of this is um, practicing gratitude and showing appreciation is every day, wake up, and the first thing you should do is express gratitude or appreciation for, you know, everything you have for yourself in this life right now. For example, so every morning, um, I wake up and I list 10 things I am grateful for. So, um, I usually do this, um, in my journal, or if I'm meditating, I'll just say it out loud. So I'll be like, I am grateful for waking up this morning. I am grateful for my friends. I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for my pets, so forth and so on. And just showing, you know, a little bit of gratitude or a little bit of um, appreciation really, you know, kind of helps you turn your whole day around. And it helps you learn how to appreciate things and how to give gratitude to the things that you're thankful for. Also, simply being outside as well, like, I filmed this podcast episode outside, and that's probably why you guys all heard the birds and all the other noises, but it's so beautiful just being outside and, like, being in nature and feeling the sunlight on you and hearing the birds and just, I don't know, something about being outside just really helps me feel grounded and, you know, at one and at peace. Okay, so now I kind of want to touch over this kind of topic um, about codependency. 
and what is codependency, how do you kind of break codependency, because I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, with setting boundaries, and this was an amazing lesson, you know, I had to learn as well, because I was very codependent on, you know, people, so, you know, I just want to share, you know, my tips and help you guys break codependency if you are really codependent on someone. Okay, so what is codependency? Codependency can be defined as, you know, for people who don't know, um, codependency is pretty much you have this emotional and you have this emotional connection to someone, right? So that means you need them to be able to do things in your daily life. And that bond and that codependency, I don't really know how to really put into words, but it's just, um, it's a really good thing to learn how to break it and to be more independent. And, you know, if you are codependent on someone, um, that is okay. I was codependent on people as well, but I kind of had to learn how to break that cycle and, you know, start doing things for myself and learn how to do it, you know, for myself because I'm an adult. I can't keep relying on people for everything I need. And then the thing with codependency is when you depend on someone to help you with something and then they don't follow through, then you start feeling disappointed and, you know, why would they, why would they do this or why would they do that? And it's just a whole spiral. And it's, I think codependency is is such a toxic trait and I'm not coming for you if you um, are codependent on someone, but it is, it's just like you rely on someone so much you know to help you and you know if you do have codependency I just want you guys to know I'm really not sitting here like trying to attack you or anything because I used to have that as well it was such a toxic trait for me to have and then once I kind of broke that chain that codependency now I'm so independent and I do everything myself and yes it's okay to ask for help sometimes but You know, you can't rely on everyone for everything, if that makes sense. And, you know, if you do have codependency, you may be wondering, you know, how do I break this? Like, how do I stop having codependency? And the answer is simple. Boundaries. Boundaries literally, I believe, is the number one thing that helps break codependency. So I honestly didn't know um, I had codependency until I was talking to my therapist and um, we were just talking about something and I was telling her that my mom has to make a doctor's appointment for me and all this stuff, talking about the doctor. And she was like, Jada, why don't you just make the doctor appointment, you know, for yourself? Or why don't you make the doctor appointment for yourself? And When she asked me that, I honestly never even thought about it. I was just like, what? Like, because I'm so used to, you know, my mom doing everything for me. So I was just like, what? Like, what is this? Like, me making a doctor appointment for myself sounded so, like, alien to me. It didn't sound familiar. I was just, I was kind of, like, gobsmacked by the question, as silly as that may sound. But I was just kind of like, what? I can make, you know, it kind of, I started to realize I can make a doctor appointment for myself, and this is one of the things that I was kind of battling with in therapy because I just felt like, you know, I wanted to um, be more independent, and I wanted to be 
you know, treated as an adult because I felt like I was still being treated like a 12 year old kid. But, you know, I can't ask to be treated like an adult and then still rely on my parents to do everything for me. So once I started to kind of realize, you know, that I was a little bit of dependent on my mom and my dad, that I started to kind of back up a bit, not for my parents, but I mean, like I would do things myself. So I would make doctor's appointments myself, or I would go to the grocery store by myself, or um, go to the, start going to the doctors by myself because I used to have a fear of doctors and couldn't go by myself. And all of this like didn't happen overnight. It took me step by step, but I did it in baby steps. So you know, the first thing I did was start making doctor's appointments by myself. And then I started getting comfortable, you know, being alone, having alone time. Um, and, you know, being alone doesn't mean that I am alone. It just means that I'm alone right now for that second, having alone time to kind of focus on me or do whatever I want to do. Another thing that kind of helped me break it is um, really just stop focusing on the negatives because I have anxiety and I have depression and Honestly, what that feels like is someone, like this little voice in my brain telling me, you know, I'm not good enough or I can't do this by myself. You know, I'm going to fail and I'm just destined for failure. But that's really not true. And I kind of have to realize, okay, this is like a little bug, a little virus in my head telling me all the things that I'm not capable of. But I kind of need to flip the switch and be like, you know, I can do this. So anytime I had a negative thought, I would counteract it with a positive thought. So for example, right, I would have a thought that um, I can't do this by myself. Then I would flip the switch and turn into a positive. I can't do this by myself yet, but I'm learning to do it by myself. Just a simple switch of your mindset can really help you change everything drastically, and not just from codependency, but honestly, everything in your life, it can help you drastically. And if you are, you know, suffering from codependency or any or mental issues or whatever you're going through and, you know, you want to talk to someone, um, I honestly, I love my therapist and I recommend a therapist to anyone or to everybody, honestly, who needs to talk to someone. And um, I think it's great. And yes, I have friends who I can talk to, but, you know, my therapist she's um a special special person because she helps me you know kind of realize so the days that I'm you know not feeling the greatest or the days I'm kind of you know in a funk you know she's there to kind of help me you know use the tools I already have in place for myself and help me use them and help me be a better me because you know it's okay to get help yes and sometimes my therapist does need to help me a little bit continue to be the best me I can be. And an important thing to mention that, you know, setting boundaries for yourself and, you know, taking care of yourself is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to do things that make you happy. You are allowed to be whoever you want to be without feeling, you know, selfish or bad because you didn't do what someone asked you to do. I want to share with you guys um, a book that I'm currently reading. It's called You Are a Badass by Jen Cincinero. I think that's how you say her last name. 
but pretty much this book um <clears throat> really just teaches you you know how to love yourself and how to be a better you and you know how to change the things you don't love about yourself right so if you feel like you have um negative traits or toxic traits about yourself then change it change the way um you know those traits are and i'm not saying change yourself but change how you are in that moment or change um the things you I don't want to say you don't like about yourself right because if someone's like oh I don't like my nose I'm gonna go get a nose job that's not what I mean I just mean characteristic traits right so if you sometimes feel like you're selfish okay then change it if you feel like you're always negative okay then change it be positive you know it's all about a mindset thing and this book kind of really helped me realize that and come into play with that that you know anything I don't like I can easily flip a switch and change it because it's all a mindset and it's you know, everything, right? You are made up of your body, mind, and soul, okay? So you could be the best on the outside, but be so damaged on the inside, right? Or you can be so um, beautiful on the inside, right? Your mindset's amazing, your soul's amazing, but your body is not. When one of these things is off, everything is going to come, you know, full circle, okay? So if you are, for example, right, I'm, um, I go to the gym every day, and it's not even to lose weight or anything, it's just to get my body, um, in the shape I need it to be, meaning I need, um, you know, when I work out, I feel good about myself, or I feel good mentally, and I feel good spiritually, physically, everything, so just doing that kind of, you know, helps me a bit. And and that's what I mean by, you know, your body, mind, and soul. So the days I'm not feeling good mentally, I'm going to go to the gym. And by the end of that workout, whatever I was anxious about or worried about or depressed about has honestly gone, the switch has flipped, and I feel better. I asked this question on my Instagram and um, for you guys who don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is being authentically me with an underscore. And um, on this Instagram page, you can find pretty much everything about my podcast. Or sometimes I leave little quotes for you guys or just inspirational messages to kind of help you get through the day. And um, but I did ask on my Instagram, you know, one of the questions I asked is, what do boundaries mean to you? And um, I did get some responses. It was so cool reading your guys' answers. And um, I was actually intrigued with some of your answers. But I told you guys that I would answer it on the podcast. So my answer to um, what do boundaries mean to you is, I think boundaries are really, really important. I think they're very important for any type of relationship, romantically or platonically. And they help establish, you know, what I want from my partner, what I don't want from my partner, and vice versa. I think everyone kind of looks at boundaries and always thinks, you know, looks at it kind of in a negative light and thinks, oh, that's just being selfish. But it's not. It's taking care of myself and it's you know, making sure I'm doing things that I'm comfortable with and I'm doing things that other people are comfortable with because I don't want to step um, on anyone's toes or push their boundary point. The next question I asked was, 
when was the last time you put a boundary with someone and how did it make you feel? And the last time I put a boundary on someone is one of my friends, um, she wanted to do things that I wasn't really entirely comfortable with. And I just felt like, you know, I was always reaching out to her, always, you know, trying to make plans, always trying to do this, always trying to do this with her. And then I kind of realized, like, you know, she's not putting any effort into this friendship. She's not really giving me anything, you know, that I can, you know what I mean, for me to be able to keep reaching and reaching and reaching out for her. And um, she just wanted to do things that I didn't want to do or things that um, I expressed to her made me, you know, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, But she didn't kind of respect my boundary. So I inevitably had to put, you know, a boundary with her where we're kind of taking a break right now and I'm getting some space and she's getting some space. And, you know, maybe in a couple months we'll talk about it again. But as of right now, I just put, you know, some space in between us because, I just really need to focus on myself and surround myself with things that are good for me rather than things that are bad or things that are negative or people who, you know, don't respect my boundaries. And at first I felt really bad about, you know, putting these boundaries and I did feel selfish and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, she's going through a lot. Like I need to be there for her. But then I was like, Jada, you can't save the world. You do not have to be there every single time someone is going through someone you something, sorry. You can't fix everyone's problems. So once I started thinking that and remembering that, you know, I started to feel good because now I don't have someone, you know, in my space who is bringing, you know, negativity towards me or, you know, like pushing me past my boundary or doing things, you know, I'm uncomfortable with, and I don't have to do things, you know, they're uncomfortable with, and it all kind of works out in the end, so as much as I do love her, I am glad that I set these boundaries with her, because now I'm happy, and now I'm grateful and appreciative that I don't have to do things that I'm uncomfortable with, or anything like that. Alrighty, you beautiful, lovely angels, um, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, I know this episode was kind of short. I'm really sorry for that. Um, but I've just been taking some time to really, you know, get away from social media a bit and really just start, you know, focusing on my family. And I've been outdoors a lot, which I love. So um, I am ending this podcast a little bit early just so I can go spend more time with my family. But I thank you all so much for listening to me. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, and... On next week's episode, we will be talking all about social media, um, the toxicity around social media, and how stepping away kind of helped me and hopefully helped you guys as well. Um, I wish you all an amazing, amazing week. I wish you all a great, fantastic day. You all are amazing and spectacular. And always remember, just be true to you. Be authentically you. No one can take that away from you. And I will see you all next Sunday. Bye, guys. Have a great day.